Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. This is Start Today on the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi guys, it's Rach. Welcome to a new episode of the Rachel Hollis Podcast. And since it's Monday, it is a Start Today episode. The beautiful thing about the Start Today community is as much as it started as a journal, it's not about a journal, it's not about a product, it's about a practice. It's about beginning each day with gratitude and goal setting, about focusing in on where you wanna go and creating a path forward so that you have clear direction in terms of how you're going to get there. But when I lay out a Monday episode, I'm really trying to think about what are some of the things that I wish I had known when I started my career? What are some of the things I wish I had known when I started working on self-work or personal development or when I went back to therapy for the first, second, fifth time, right? So I'm trying to think through the lens of what was helpful to me. And as always, I hope you take the ideas on board, use whatever you think will work for you and let go of the rest. And in fact, if you ever hear ideas from me and you're like, man, nothing you said resonated, Rach, fantastic. Then use that as an indication of Okay, the ideas I'm hearing from this chick on the internet that I hang out with sometimes, those are not helpful to me. So let me go down a path to figure out what would be helpful to me. Today's episode is my intention to guide you a little bit down the path because when I started on my own journey, I didn't have a guide. And I thought it might be helpful or I thought it might be interesting, or I thought it might be entertaining, you choose the word that works for you, if I shared what were the things I wish I had known when I started working on goals. So I think you guys have heard ad nauseum my story of beginning personal development work and going to business conferences to try and grow my business and figure those parts and pieces out. And I think for a lot of us who are entrepreneurs, personal development and entrepreneurship just go so well together in the same way that personal development and a health journey or a fitness journey, they go so well together because When we grow as an individual, it weaves its way into other parts of our life. So it makes sense that if you begin to work on one area, something else starts to blossom. And to that end, when I started to work on business, gosh, 15 years ago, I very quickly 
kind of translated the things that I was learning in business to going down a personal development path. And back then, you know, you go into it and you're so bright eyed and bushy tailed and you have no idea what is going to happen along this path or what's going to happen on the other side. So I thought it might be cool if I just looked backwards and told you guys some of the things that I think really would have helped me if I had understood them at the time. Now, that being said, I don't think it would surprise you to know that I think it all unfolds the way it's supposed to, right? I think the good stuff that happens to us, the hard stuff that happens to us, like it all just unfolds as it is meant to. There's no other alternative to the path that you have walked down because this is the path you have walked down. I think humans really get that twisted or we spin out or we obsess and we think, oh, we we moved to Milwaukee and we should have moved to Des Moines. I went on a date with that guy and I should have gone on a date with that guy. We obsess over the fork in the road and think that we chose the wrong path, but there is no wrong path. You went the exact route you were supposed to go. If there was another route, you would have gone that way. We make the best decisions we can with the information that we have available to us at the time. There is no alternative reality to the one that you're living inside of because this is the one that you're living inside of. I think it all happens as it's meant to, which means I shouldn't have known this information when I started this journey or I would have done things differently. But perhaps, perhaps something I'm going to say today is exactly what you need to hear as you start on this journey, or at the very least, just stick it in your back pocket and see if it makes sense to you at a point further down the path. Okay, so seven things I wish I had known when I first started to work on goals, dreams, like when I was like, all right, we're gonna do this. Seven things I wish I had known back then. The first one is, y'all, hear me. The first one is, It is going to take way longer than you think. The goal that you have in mind for your life, the dream that you are pursuing, the thing that you are working toward, it is going to take way longer than you think it will. And in fact, if you can right now reorient your brain and set yourself up for the fact that it is going to take longer than you think, I think you'll be calmer. I think you'll feel more grounded. I think you'll understand that it's about the long game and you won't try and take shortcuts in the long game. You're like, all right, I'm in it to win it. I want to make the right choices. I want to make the right choices so that I'm still doing this thing one year, five years, 10 years in the future. I I just had a meeting actually with a new potential like business collab that I was doing. And I was trying to make the decision about whether or not to go with one particular group of people over another. And someone said something in a meeting that I thought was so great. They were like, we are uninterested in people who are focused on how to make the most money right now, everything now, 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 because they said, we want to be in a business with someone five years, 10 years, 20 years in the future. And if you are focused entirely on how do I get everything I can right now at this moment, you won't be here in five years. You're a flash in the pan. I remember when I was first coming up in Girl Wash Your Face had come out and my business was growing bigger and bigger. And I started to meet all of these people who were really exceptional marketers. They were like the greatest online marketers you've ever met in your life. And they kept talking about churn rate. They were like, what's your churn rate for your customers? What's your churn rate? And they all knew. You'd sit around a table and everyone would be like, our churn rate is this and our churn rate is that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Now, if you're not familiar with marketing, churn rate is how fast do you bring someone into your ecosystem? Like how fast do you bring a customer into your ecosystem? And then how fast does that customer leave? Because you've basically soaked everything that you can out of them or you've gotten them to buy. You've annoyed them so much with your emails, with your marketing, with your social pushes that they churn. They literally go right back out of your world because they're sick of being sold to. So they were like, what's your churn rate? And I was like, I have no idea because the women in my community have been hanging out with me for a decade. I didn't know how to like pay to bring anyone into my ecosystem. I'm still pretty bad at 
using the community that I have and trying to sell you guys stuff. I'm like, hey, here's a journal. Like, don't buy it. Go listen to this episode. I never had a turn rate because I was interested in the community of it, of being inside of something with people. Now, there are lots of businesses that have been really financially successful by acquiring new customers that then are completely gone six months later, six weeks later, because that was about the transaction. It wasn't about building a relationship with them. And I suppose that there are maybe some of those really successful internet marketers who would say, oh, no, it doesn't take that long. You actually can be up and running in six months and make a million dollars in under a year and do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, like all those YouTube videos I see where they're like, start an Amazon store, like try this thing, try this thing, try this thing. Man, I am doing the same thing that I was doing back in 2008. The medium is different. It's a podcast now where it used to be a blog, but I'm doing the same thing that I was doing in 2008, which is learning a bunch of stuff in my very real life, trying to make my life better, and then communicating the things that I have learned to you guys, hoping that maybe it'll help you too. I'm doing the same thing. And I started in 2008, and it's 2024. And I can tell you that at least to build a business that only gets bigger with each passing year, that only gets more lucrative, that only has more opportunity, that keeps expanding, that is still going to be here trekking along with me in 10 years, 15 or 20, it's slow. It takes a while. Anything lasting is going to take a while. And I'm certain that there are people listening to this who disagree. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear that you can do it in two months. And that is amazing for you. And I am positive that there are great people on the internet who can talk to you about that and teach you about that. It's never going to be me. I'm not the hare. I'm the tortoise. I'm slow and steady. I am keep working at it, keep chipping away at this thing. And what I can tell you is that it looks like You're just on that graph, right? And you're just moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. And all of a sudden, hockey stick. It's why you hear people say, oh, he was an overnight success after working at it for a decade. You're laying the foundation. You're you're setting the stage. You're creating the infrastructure that will be necessary to handle the success that is on your horizon. So many people get a moment of overnight success. They tap into something. They magically, like right place, right time. They do the thing. How many people win the lottery and are broke again within five years? Look at the statistics. How many kids go into situations where they're in the NBA, they're in the NFL, they have no pre-existing infrastructure or support system or anything to handle life at this new level. They get thrust into the new level and they are totally incapable of handling all that is in front of them. And they're right back down to where they came from. It takes the time that it takes I'm speaking this to anyone right now who is feeling discouraged. You're like, man, I have been working at this thing for a year. I've been working at this thing for two years, three years, five. To that, I would say, I want you to look back. However long you've been working at this goal, I want you to take a look back and be really honest with yourself about whether or not you actually have improved. Have you made traction? Has it gotten better? Did even by the smallest little increments, are you better today than you were a year ago? Because as long as you're moving in the direction of better, you're making progress. But there are some times that that progress is going to be slow. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It means that you're not yet ready for it to happen. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. 
And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. I say this to my kids all the time. If we're going to believe that God has us, that the universe has us, when it works out, when it goes exactly like we want it to, then you also have to believe that that is true when it's not working out the way that you want it to. When it's not flowing easily, because sometimes just not the right time, and other times the block that you keep coming up against is there because it is an indication to you that something is not working. If you keep coming up against the same friction over and over and over, hello, This is a sign that we need a different solution. We need a different path. We need to work around this thing. We need a new skill we don't yet have. We need a new team member we don't yet have. We need a new mentor we don't yet have. It's going slow because you're not ready yet or it's going slow because you don't have the right path yet. But either way, set yourself up for the idea that it is going to take, it's like a kitchen remodel. Okay, it's going to take twice as long as you think and cost three times as much. That's real. A goal in your life is like a kitchen remodel. It is going to take twice as long as you think and cost you three times as much. That that is some truth right there. And you need to ask yourself this question. Wherever you're at right now in the path, wherever you're at right now with the goal, the goal of your heart, the thing that you want more than anything else in the world. 
ask yourself, what if it takes five more years? What if it takes five more years? What would that mean for you? What would that mean for your family? What would that mean for how you approach this goal? What would that mean for all the dreams that you have? If it's going to take five more years for you to get to the place that you see in your mind's eye, you're going to get there, but it takes five years. How does that change the energy around what you're doing? Because if you only want this goal, if it shows up on your timeline, you're going at it the wrong way. You're forever going to be frustrated or you're going to take shortcuts to get you there that end up hurting you in the long run. If you understand that something's going to take a long time, but you're committed to it either way, that's the vibe. That's the, that's the vibration that we want to bring to the pursuit of the thing we're pursuing. Okay, the second thing I wish I had known back in the day, and this one is specifically for the ladies, working with your cycle is your superpower. Yeah, you didn't think I was going to go in the direction of hormones today because I'm talking about goals, but y'all know I can find a way to bring a hormone into every conversation we have because this is the greatest unlock that I did not know when I was 20 years old that I know now that I'm 41. Working with your cycle is your superpower. And just so that I can include the fellas in this one too, basically what I want us to think about is that each and every one of us has, whether it's a circadian rhythm, like the fellas, you got 24 hours in a day and that's how your cycle flows, or an infradian rhythm, which is for some of us 28 days, for some of us 30, depends on how your monthly cycle works, ladies. But an infradian rhythm happens over the course of a month. Fellas, 24 hours, women over the course of the month. Regardless, we all have times during our individual cycles when we are more motivated, have more energy, have the ability to focus better, feel like our best version of ourselves. And if you work with your cycle instead of against your cycle, you will find the greatest unlock that nobody ever taught you. Ladies, there is a week of my cycle where I have crystal clarity on who I am, where I want to go, and what I want to do. There is a week of my cycle where I've got energy, where I feel funny, where I feel vivacious, where I want to record things for you guys, where I want to write on the new book. There are weeks of my cycle where I feel very low energy. Those are actually really great times for ideating, for dreaming, for contemplating things, for looking at something I may be missing. I am a different person on different weeks of my cycle, and you are too. I have yet to meet someone with a uterus who is the same exact person every single week of their cycle, and yet... 99.9% of people I meet with a uterus is asking themselves to put the same amount of effort and energy in and work on the same stuff, regardless of where they are with their hormones. The flip is if you know which week you're your most vivacious, fabulous self, that's the week that you're going to pitch new potential clients. If you know that there's a week where you're introspective and you're really good at ideating and you're a bit slower, more grounded, you want to be more connect. Okay, fantastic. Well, then I'm going to make that the week that I'm daydreaming and planning and envisioning the future. You have superpowers within your cycle. And whenever possible, if you can set up your month to reflect where you're going to be energetically, Chef's kiss. It's the gold mine. The thing I love about working with my cycle is that in order to do it, I also have to have absolute faith and trust that don't worry, you're going to feel better next week if you don't feel great this week. I am in the few days after my period right now. And in the few days after my period, Every single month. I'm sure this is like an iron thing. I actually have an appointment with my doctor on Friday to find out exactly what's going on. But in the few days after my cycle, I just am totally apathetic. I'm like, nothing matters. 
what what am I doing? What is my life? I have an existential crisis in the three days after my period every single month. But when that first started happening, I didn't know that it was related to hormones. I just thought that life had no meaning and what are we even doing, right? Which is very dramatic and also very scary if you're someone who's always super focused and driven and you can see exactly where you're going. If you find yourself in a moment where you're like, nothing matters, that is pretty terrifying. But once I learned to work with my cycle, and I'm sure y'all have heard me say this 10 million times, but just in case you're new in this crew, hello and welcome. I talk about my period a lot. The easiest way to do this is just to start to track your cycle. I have a note in my phone that starts day one, day one of your cycles, the first day that you bleed heavily. And I just, day one, and I just quick note how am I feeling energy-wise, emotion-wise, even like focus-wise, I'll just make notes. And over the course of the month, day 10, this is how I'm feeling. Day 12, this is how I'm feeling. Y'all, There, I cannot tell you how many times that note in my phone has saved me from a full spiral, like, oh my gosh, life is hard and nobody loves me and like my hair is weird and I'm ugly. And then I'm like, okay, let's just see. Okay, we're on this day of our cycle and last month, mm -hmm, same exact notes. And the month before on this day, okay, great. So this is something that happens to me same day every month. The same is also true for there are days during my cycle where I'm like, let's go. I'll take over the whole world. I'll run for president. I'll buy a unicorn. I, I don't know where that happens. I'll find a way, like anything's possible. And if I know that there are certain days that are gonna be harder for me to create, that are gonna be harder for me to parent, that are gonna be harder for me to work out, whatever it is, if I know that that's gonna happen, I can plan for that. Working with your cycle is a superpower. And if you are trying to achieve a goal in any category, understanding when you will have more energy to pour into that goal is it's everything. Because when you have a day where you're not feeling it as much, where you're feeling unmotivated, you don't tell yourself, oh, see, you're a failure. You always give up. You're like, oh, see, it's day 14 of your cycle. Give it a minute. Let's take it easy. Let's do the work that we need to do to get by. And don't worry, in a few days, you're going to feel fantastic. You always do. And that's when we're really going to put our head down and get to work. Because if you can work with your cycle, I promise you the output that you will have on days where you feel really good is 5x what it is on days where you're not feeling very good at all. And if you can trust your body that it will come back, that you will have time in the future, that there is time, that you don't have to push yourself, this is how we avoid burnout. This is how we avoid boredom. This is how we avoid feeling like crap as we are trying to pursue a life that's supposed to make us feel better. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach this episode is brought to you by progressive 
where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The third thing I wish I had known. Ooh, this one's a little hard. You might not ever have their support. Now, I'm sorry, I'm just jumping from one number to the next. We went from hormones, we were talking about superpowers, and now we're faced with this very harsh truth, but it's true. It is a question I have gotten for a decade, and the question still comes in, so I know it's something you still struggle with. How do I get my husband to support my dream? How do I get my mama to believe that I should drop out of college? How do I get my sister to care about this thing? How do I get, how do I accept the fact that you might not ever have their support. This kind of goes back to the first idea of like, this will take way longer than you think. Would you still want to pursue it if you didn't ever get their support? Because I think if we're honest with ourselves, we know that sometimes we're really only pursuing the goal because we want them to believe in us. Man, if I do this, this, and this, then I'll be worthy. If I do that, that, and that, then they'll root for me. You might not ever have their support. Sometimes if you do the thing and you actually show them like, oh, here's what it looks like. Look, I did the thing. People are like, holy crap, that's amazing. And they hadn't supported you because they actually couldn't see the vision that you had. And when you prove the vision, they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, wow, we that's you're so cool, fantastic. Other times, people are like, okay, great. And then nothing. So I guess I wanted to include this one because I wanted to encourage you to ask yourself, would you still do it if they never approved? If they never approve of you, would you still do it? Because if the answer is no, the goal was never about you. The goal was about their approval. And that's a losing game. That is a losing game. I have learned over and over in this life that you can do exactly what you think they want you to do and still fail. Because once someone in your life understands that they can manipulate your behavior, then no matter what you do, it will never be enough. So you can fail succeeding at the thing they wanted you to do. So P.S., you may as well just do the thing that you want to do. If you want to hear me take a deeper dive on what to do if you don't have support of the people in your life, I want you to go listen to episode 546 of this podcast. Episode 546, I do a deep dive on what to do if they don't support you. Number four, things I wish I had known before I started working on goals. Achieving a goal will change your life in ways you can't even imagine. Those of you who have experienced the achievement of something that was big for you, you're going to get this one. I think that if you look back on your past, you will see situations where you achieved a goal in one area and you never would have anticipated that it would affect something else, but it does. Achieving success in your career somehow affects your health, right? Or achieving success in a relationship, like healing a relationship somehow affects your business. Or you grow your confidence speaking in front of crowds and suddenly your love life improves. Like it's so weird, but every single thing is connected. It's why when people are like, oh, I don't know which goal I write, you know, I'm, I'm in my journal and I wrote down my 10 dreams. Like, which one do I choose? Pick one. Pick one. It doesn't even matter. Now, ideally, you want to pick the thing that's going to help you the most. But if they all sound exciting, choose any of them. 
Because I promise you that if you actually are actively pursuing a goal and that goal is hard and you have to work for it and you have to you know, dedicate yourself and you got to learn and grow and get new skills, I promise you that the other areas of your life will improve along with this particular goal. It is all connected. You don't have to overthink it. If you're like, well, I want to train for my first marathon, but I was also thinking about starting a dog rescue, but I was also thinking about this. Pick one. Pick one. I promise you everything gets better. Now, one area gets exponentially better, but it will affect all of the others at the same time. The next thing I did not know before I started pursuing personal, professional goals, this is a good one. This kind of goes back to the idea that everything is connected, is that something from your past, seemingly unrelated, will end up being the unlock for a goal in your future. Something in your past that you think has no correlation to the goal you are now achieving, I swear to you, will end up being the thing that makes that happen. For instance, me wanting to be a keynote speaker, me wanting to get paid money to go stand on stage in front of people and motivate or inspire or tell them stories or whatever, that career path was 1 million percent made possible by the fact that I did musical theater as a kid. A million percent. I could not have seen that at the time, but without question, me growing up doing musicals and standing on stage and like learning how to stand in my own presence on a stage and learning to ad lib if necessary and learning what to do if something went wrong in a scene and learning how to work with the audience, all of those things absolutely impacted my ability to be a keynote speaker, period. Working at a sandwich shop As a 15-year-old with a worker's permit working at the substation downtown, making sandwiches for people, interacting with customers, figuring out what to do if someone was upset, figuring out how to do a really good job, cleaning up the shop, taking the trash out, everything in that experience as a 15-year-old then were things that I applied to my first job working in production as an assistant. Same exact stuff. Dealing with an upset customer is something that I experienced 10 years later as a wedding planner managing a bride who was upset about something like everything is connected. And I say that especially for those of you who feel like, man, I'm working, I'm a barista, like I'm working at this job. I don't feel any closer to where I want to be. I don't feel any closer to what I want to do. It's all connected. You will, I promise you, experience a moment later in life if you are wise enough to slow down and take it in and look backwards and see, you are gonna find all these these inflection points where you're like, oh my gosh, if I didn't do that thing that led to this thing, that led to that guy, that led to this girl, I wouldn't be here right now. I tell you that because I want you to trust the process. If I go back to this idea that it takes a really long time and that it's all working out the way it's supposed to to set you up for this thing that you want, then no part of this is lost. No moment in your life is without purpose. There's faith required in that. There's faith that you need to have that it's all going the way that it's supposed to. And if you want to have faith that that's gonna happen in the future, then right now where you are, look to your past. Find something in your past that seems like there is no way that this could have happened without some kind of divine intervention, some kind of serendipity. Find something that you're experiencing now that had to be divinely ordained or you wouldn't be here in this moment. There are things from your past that seem like they do not matter that are gonna show up in your future at the exact moment that you need them to. Trust that wherever you are is where you're meant to be right now, even as you pursue where you're going next. Number six, something I didn't understand when I started to pursue goals back then or specifically pursue my career. 
oh, I really want you guys to get this one. I really want this to resonate with those of you, especially who are building a career or building a business or you're working on content creation, you're writing, you're creating. I want you to hear this. First, you have to play by their rules. Then you get to make up your own. First, you have to play by their rules. When you come into a new system, a new environment, a new industry, a new space, you have to play by other people's rules. The rules were established by people before you got there. And if you want into that industry, you have to navigate through the rules that somebody else created. Doesn't mean those rules are fair. Doesn't mean those rules are equal for everybody. In fact, it is the opposite. The rules will be created by whoever created that particular area, and the rules exist to keep people like that safe, to give them access, to give them more money, to give them more opportunity. The rules are not created to let in the newbies. So if you want to be in that industry with those people, which by the way, you don't have to choose that, but if you do, when you begin, you play by their rules. My best example of this is when I started speaking on stages and the only people I saw speaking on stages were men. More specifically, were men in suits. If there was a woman, a very rare thing for me to go to a business conference and see a woman standing on stage, she was wearing high heels and a dress and she had big hair and big makeup and I thought, okay, well, if I wanna be allowed into these spaces, I have to play by these exact rules. And so I did that thing. And I did that thing for a long time and I slowly worked my way up and I became more and more well-known as a speaker. And I remember 2019, let's say, was a massive year for me as a speaker. I just, I mean, I fall off a log and someone would like book me to speak in an event. It was just, it was a lot. And at that point, I began to understand that I had passed a world where someone was hiring me to come in and speak to be part of their event. Now I was in a place in my career where I was so well-known as a speaker that whoever was booking me was booking me because if I was on their stage, it would help sell tickets to their event. I had, I had flipped. I had blazed my own trail. But in order to blaze my own trail, I had to first follow a trail laid out for me by other people. I had to first play by their rules. I remember very specifically a really big conference booked me to speak. And it was one that I had wanted to, to go to for a very long time. And it was like super well-known. I mean, I want to say it was like 15,000 people. It was, it was massive. And I really wanted to speak at their event. And they finally reached out and, hey, we want you to headline. And I was so excited. And I remember there was always a contract. When you, when you speak at something, there's always a contract. But in this one in particular, it was a contract that I was very surprised by. Because the first page of the contract was the way that you were meant to look on stage. And I find this so shocking because the event that I was going to speak at was for a company that was founded by women and the workforce was predominantly women. It was a woman-founded, led, built company. And the contract they sent me was like a full page of what I could and could not wear on their stage. I mean, doubt like how your hair needed to look, the clothes you needed to be in, blah, 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 a suit, a dress. It was like, we're going back to the 90s. It was so bananas. I was shocked. I remembered like, oh my gosh, this is a really big deal. This is a huge company. They're going to pay me so much money. I had wanted to do their conference for a while and I just wrote back and I was like, no, I, um, you will not tell me how to dress. Absolutely not. If you want me on your stage, you will completely remove anything that tells me how I will look. I'm not an actress that you are paying to do a part. You are hiring me to come and speak to people and I will do that as myself. And there was pushback. They were like, no, we're known for like our aesthetic and blah. And I was like, I'm not your aesthetic. I'm my aesthetic. And I've worked really hard to get to a place where you want me to come to sell tickets to your conference. So if you want me there, you will remove this page about how I dress. Now, if y'all have ever seen any pictures of me on stage, 
I'd say in the last five years. I wear the same thing. I wear jeans, I wear sneakers, I wear usually a vintage t-shirt and some kind of jacket, a blazer or a leather jacket or whatever. It's what makes me feel most comfortable. It's, I feel covered up, I feel like I can be myself, I can move my body, I can do the whole thing. But y'all, I did do that event in cutoff shorts. <laughs> and I'm sure if some of you like scrolled through, you could figure out which conference I'm talking about. I still looked real cute. I had on like a fabulous blazer and a blouse and very expensive sneakers, designer sneakers. I was wearing a very expensive outfit, but intentionally your girl wore cutoff shorts. I've never done that before, nor had I done that since, but I was so annoyed that these people tried to tell me how I could dress and what my makeup should be and what my hair should be that I went the opposite direction and I wore cutoff shorts on stage to speak to like 15,000 people and I crushed it and it was awesome. And when it was done, every, oh, that was amazing. Thank you. We'd love to have you back, blah, blah, blah. I had to play by the rules until I got to a place where I could say my own rules. And my own rules are you will not tell me how I'm going to show up as myself. You can book me or you cannot book me, but you do not get to book me and then try and make me into your image. But I couldn't have done that when I first started. I had to get to a place where I had built up enough clout to be able to say that kind of thing or do that kind of thing. Again, I'm sure there are people who will disagree, who will say, no, man, you go into the space. You know, if you're an artist, you break the rules and you, yeah. And if you're finding a way and that works for you, incredible. But I will tell you from my experience that I first had to play by the rules until I got to make my own. Lastly, number seven, the thing I did not understand when I first started working on goals is a quote, and I don't know who came up with this, but it is fantastic and it is real. New levels, new devils. New levels, new devils. Every single time you level up in your life, your career, your business, you got new problems. You don't have the same problems that you used to have when you were at a lower level. But I promise you, you got a whole new bag of problems. I did not get this when I started out. I thought that I could outgrow my hardships. I could outgrow the inconveniences of life. I could outgrow the things that were happening down here. And to some extent, the problems that I had when I was at a different place in my life or career those are gone, right? At 41, I'm not worried about how I'm going to pay my mortgage. I don't have to worry about that at 41. At 20, I was parking my car around the corner so that if someone tried to repossess it, they couldn't find it, okay? If you know, you know. If you've ever been in a place where you're like parking your car in front of a different house, like that's where I was at 20. At 41, I don't have that problem anymore. But I promise you at 41, I got a whole new pile of problems that come with the place that I'm at in this life. Every time you hit a new level, you're going to encounter a new challenge. And if you don't understand that, it's so freaking discouraging because you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought money solved all problems. No, money solves some problems and attracts others. Part of achieving goals is it makes life better, but it will require that you continue to level up. I didn't get that back in the beginning. And I think I'm realizing in this moment that is sort of the theme of this conversation is I couldn't have imagined how rewarding it would be, but I also couldn't have understood that new challenges would arise along the way. And I think that if you guys know that, if you go into this next phase of your life with the awareness that it will be difficult, but you are capable of doing difficult things, just going into it prepared will help you in a way that I wished I had help. I say this all the time, pursuing a goal for your life is hard, but life is hard. The difference is that in pursuing a goal, it's a hard that you choose. I'm a long distance runner. I set a, I set a goal. I'll say, hey, I'm going to go run eight miles today. That's a hard that I choose. 
life is also gonna throw a bunch of hard stuff at me that I don't choose. So by pursuing something that is my choice, it gives me ownership of hard stuff. And it also gives me a greater sense of joy when I get to the other side, when I get to the achievement, pushing through a hard thing that I chose. I hope something I said today was helpful, guys. I hope that if you hear something in this episode that you really loved, you will share it with someone in your life that you think could use it too. I will be back soon with more conversation, more ideas. And until then, as always, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Start Today podcast is hosted and produced by Rachel Hollis. Executive produced by Jack Noble. Audio editing by Andrew Weller. It is part of the 3% Chance Network. Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view? With Celebrity Cruises, you can have it all. Explore the best of Europe, the Caribbean, and Alaska with the best premium cruise line. And now get 75% off your second guest, plus bonus savings on select dates with Celebrity Cruises' semi-annual sale. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to non-refundable fares and select sailing. Savings vary by state room category. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships Registry Malta. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.